it. Welcome back to All Things Elementary Podcast. I'm Lucy from Lower Grade Love. And I'm Tori from Engaging and Educating. And, and it's 2021. I said it wrong. We made it. 2021. What's 2021? That's not a thing. <laughs> I'm so, so excited for the new year. I've skipped a thousand years. We're just going straight into the future because we want it that bad. Well, happy new year. We hope everybody had a fantastic and well-deserved winter break. Yes. And I saw some people that aren't even going back for another week or so. So jealous. I know. Well, everybody's in their own crazy boat. My friends didn't get a full winter break like normal. They had to work longer and have a shorter break. I felt bad for that. Oh gosh, that sounds so sad. I know. No, don't take this from me. This has like been the best like few days ever just because you relax, you get to catch up on sleep, you just do anything you can around the house. It's been wonderful. Well, we deserve winter break every year, but we really deserve it this year. Yes. And we are going back on Monday, but Monday is a work day. So I'm very thankful for that because when you just get to like slowly ease back into things uh, and it's nice to see everyone catch up, but then also plan, mm-hmm. make sure you're ready to go for those kiddos coming back on Tuesday. So don't forget fun. stretchy pants, stretchy pants, oh, make everything yeah. better. Casual Monday. <laughs> you're like, What's better than that? You wake up and stretchy pants. <laughs> yeah. So we wanted to do a quick uh, year in review. Um, I am personally so annoyed with hearing how, you know, the pandemic and the quarantine gave teachers an opportunity or whatever, but I think it's true. So we wanted to do a year in review with a little bit of a positive spin, just the three things that we're really thankful for um, from 2020 and kind of getting us going for a new year with a positive spin. Yes, because 2020 has honestly pushed everyone out of their comfort zone, and there's some things to be thankful for, like Lucy and I creating this podcast. Yay! We wouldn't have done it if we wouldn't have had, you know, a pandemic to slow us down. (laughs) Just like sitting and then reflecting on things that we wanted to do, because we've always talked about it, but when we were forced to be home and really like think about goals and what we really wanted we were like, let's do this. Let's start this podcast and get it going. And it was so much fun. Yeah. And also if you can't tell this about Tori from her voice, um, and Tori, I think you know this about yourself. You're not very good at just sitting. So for you, like, I think, what did we start in June or July? Like July, I feel like, right. I don't, well, we talked in June, but like, yeah, started in July. So school ended at the end of May and then Tori was like stuck at home with like nothing to do. And then she was like, let's do a podcast. And I was like, of course you can't just sit. Okay, let's do a podcast. I'm over there like painting baseboards. I'm like, I got it. Nope. I got to do something else. I'm losing it over here. Losing it. So yeah, that's definitely a positive thing. A lot of growth and just learning opportunities this year. That's the number one thing that we're thankful for. Like obviously transitioning to remote learning in the middle of all this was a mess, but I mean, in hindsight, it's caused, I mean, you and I are, are pretty adaptable anyways. Like I feel like we never say no to anything new, even if we don't want to do it. 
we try new things. Um, there are, you know, some teachers that aren't as open to that and there was no choice this year. Yeah. Um, I think it's sad that we ended up losing a lot of good teachers in our profession for health and safety reasons, which I totally understand. But for those who were able to or had to stay in for whatever reason, I think that everybody has had some kind of a, a learning curve or some kind of growth in that area. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, going back again to that comfort zone, like we go year to year and we have our favorite activities. We have our plans. We're like, oh yeah, last year we did this, you know, whatever. And we can carry that over this year, but it really pushed us to think like, how are we going to incorporate kids at home? What about our in-person learners? Like, is this safe to do things like that? But it just had us plan so much more, just really wrap our head around things, try new things, get ideas from other people Yeah, um, and loving hearing from you guys and other teachers on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all of that, because we, I mean, honestly, I learned best from other people. Yeah. So, I think the teacher gram really, I mean, if, if you weren't getting anything out of it before, I think everybody got something out of it in this past um, year. Also, I feel like there were um, a lot of things that forced us to like really think outside the box because, so we love Shark Week. We do it every year. Tori just randomly has two full on shark costumes. No big deal. Why not? And um, it's like the highlight of the year. We do it in May. And last May, we we're like all remote. How on earth? can we do this? And so we went and put those costumes on and we recorded in shark costumes, sweating bullets. We like mm -hmm. recorded read alouds and ourselves investigating sharks on Epic or Pebble Go. And, um, it was fun. And I think the kids still got a lot out of it. I know the parent feedback we got was pretty positive, but, um, just being able to figure out how to do the stuff we love in a new way, I feel like gave us a little bit of a superpower. Yeah. And we have like last year and this year, just amazing people on our team that, you know, when something came up, it wasn't like, well, now we can't do it. Or, mm -hmm. you know what, let's just scratch that. It's like, okay, but how can we do this now and make it work for everyone? Yeah. And that has just been, well, one, a breath of fresh air, but also, Again, it was just adapting and learning. And I mean, I feel like I'm really good at technology, but I have learned so much oh this gosh. year with technology. Like I used to hate technology. <laughs> I know the school where I worked at for 12 years before I came to where we are right now, my technology was four desktop ancient computers, ancient big blocks of machines and um, a projector. I had a dot cam. I had those three things. I had a projector, a dot cam, and four dinosaur computers. And I used them to the best of my ability, you know? And then we, I came to this school where it's like, what? you want me to do what with what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, huh? Apps? I don't understand. And um, I have literally, I've tried new things before, but I absolutely hate it. It's not my comfort zone. But um. I feel like I've come a long way in 2020 and, um, to follow up on this, um, not really technological, but 
we talked about Connect to Texas, I think in our last episode. Mm -hmm. And since then, I did another virtual field trip with them in December. And there were schools on from New York. And I think there was even one from Philadelphia. So confirmed some way, somehow, even if you're not a Texas teacher, you should look up Connect to Texas because some way, somehow those people were in those field trips. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And there, again, there's so many great opportunities with that because what's more fun than a virtual field trip? And again, yeah. learning from others. My kids really enjoyed it. The kids at home really enjoy it. There's so many great opportunities. Most there's schools so many most out there. free, some are paid for, but if you, if your school is willing to maybe buy a field trip, since we can't go anywhere right now, that might be something to look into. So definitely check it out because well, there are opportunities. Even all the free virtual field trips that are out there on the web, like um, all of the zoos and aquariums, um, I'm blanking right now, San Diego Zoo and um, is it Georgia Aquarium? Georgia Aquarium, yeah. Um, I feel like they've always been free. They've always been out there and I have rarely, if ever, utilized them. But since having to do it, you know, in the last year, I mean, there are some days now that we're in person with most of our kids where one of our writer's workshop days, I'm just going to put on a live cam from the zoo to inspire our writing. Like it's just there. So I feel like I'm more open to using these resources that have been there and I've just been not using them. Yeah. And we, well, again, going back to the San Diego zoo part, we have an Arctic animal research coming up the unit and so there are this there they have this exhibit or whatever the penguin cam and the polar bear cam and the kids are obsessed with it and so one day we logged on and there was someone like in a scuba gear cleaning the penguins cage and they freaked out <laughs> and so I was like who wants to grow up and like help these penguins and clean their cage and oh my god they're like oh, I want to clean the penguin I know how to swim it's so cute. And so I'm excited to put that up when we do penguin research and polar bears just so that they can observe it. But that was something that we did with our virtual kids in March, April, something like that. Mm -hmm. And the kids just enjoyed it so oh, much. The field trip. Yeah. The virtual and fun little field yeah, trip. Yeah, we did that in them. April. Um, I am really thankful that those little pieces of technology that maybe were taken for granted before. Like I've always used Epic. I love it. But now that Epic has opened to allow families to use it at home, you know, before you had to pay and granted, it's not like they did it just out of their own volition, right? We had this shut down and everybody was remote learning. So they adapted, but I love using Epic for research almost more than Pebble Go because then you can look at like paired readings and like, okay, well, I'm going to do a little bit of research and read some nonfiction, but look at this fun fictional story about a penguin. I'm going to read that too. Um, I'm really glad that, you know, those resources are, are out there and available. Yeah. And you can assign it to your kiddos too. Mm -hmm. So that's so fun because it's pops up in like their little library and it's like, oh, today's penguin day. Check out all these mm -hmm. cool penguin books you can look at. And they're interesting books. They're not like B team. They're yeah. really, really good. So if you have access to Epic, uh, definitely check that out because it is a great resource to use and have. For sure. 
Uh, what else are we thankful for this year? Time? Time. Oh Time is everything this year. It is we were given the gift of time by our school very graciously. And it, mm-hmm. it, we have used every minute to the best of our ability on how we can help our kids and our team and our school. So the gift of time has been everything this year. Well, not only that, but I mean, looking back, we started 2020 pretty strong in January. Yeah. And then like in February, it was looking a little bleak. And then in March, it was like, everybody go home. Um, I, found that 2020 forced me to do things that I just never had time to do before. We do a lot of work. We work a lot of hours and we have the type of personality where it's like, oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, and then I'm going to do that. And then let me do more. And then the next thing you know, you're at work really late or you're, you're working when you get home and just, you know, from having to shut down last year, I had time to wake up and exercise before I got on my Zoom Mm -hmm. or um, just time to give my family the the time of day. Sometimes, you know, your family calls you and they're not teachers and they don't quite get it. But I feel like during lockdown, I talk to them almost every day. Um, There's just time to truly appreciate all the things around you. Maybe time to exercise. Yeah, that's very true. And I like briefly talked about this, but it gave us time to sit back and look at goals about what we really wanted to do. Because I saw some post somewhere that was like, if you didn't do it during quarantine, then it wasn't as important to you as you thought it was. That's true. So true because uh, we were given that gift of time and we prioritized what we wanted to do. So you're saying I don't want to lose the weight. Is what you're no, saying. I'm saying I prioritize <laughs> Netflix because there were shows that I, I I just really wanted to watch, and that was it. But like what you said, calling families, even drinking hot coffee out of a open like mug, not like a yeah. yeti or something, and just having that time. Oh, so a kid doesn't off. spill it and ruin your yes. morning. Yeah, <laughs> I prioritized um, cheese. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> During 2020, um, there's this, okay, for anybody who lives in Austin, there mm-hmm. is this business called Spread and Co. And they make little cheese boards and little cheese, like cone, like a cone of cheese board. I don't know how to explain it. It's amazing. It's amazing. I discovered it. And so like once a week, Tori and I would go pick up a little board and have a little beverage and make things better. <laughs> great. Now I didn't prioritize that weight loss, but I really got in on my cheese game. Snacks, beverages. It's the best thing ever. The essentials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Essentials in life. That so is. The gift of time was amazing and it did help prioritize things in my life slash give me time to learn new things and mm-hmm. connect with others. So that's been wonderful. Well, and then back to school, our district just approved another um, is it an early release day, right? Mm -hmm. For us in March. So with that gift of time, they've canceled almost every single meeting, not every meeting because we still have our intervention meetings and then our monthly, like we call it a synergy session, but it's a faculty meeting. But, um, all of our early releases and staff development days are just planning. Yeah. So, I'm excited that we have one in every month. Yes, that's been super helpful. Yeah, so what I've been doing with um, Sarah, who's our teacher that 
um, is on our team and I plan with her. We've been trying to plan prior to the planning day so that on the planning day, we're just recording and um, like taking care of our stuff. And I'm really excited about that because That's I already know so what I'm recording tomorrow when we go back to work. I love that. Well, okay. Those half days are everything. It's like yeah. you close the door. Well, like after I plan with my person, close the door and just like bust out all those videos. It's yeah. like, okay, I'm in character. That was hey, another now, thing I really Now we know how to like record stuff fast. fast. We're not messing no, around. At first, like opening the computer, turning on QuickTime and being like, Hey everyone, it's Miss Madison. I was like, oh, I hate it. But now I'm like, okay, I got this. Let's just do it real quick. <laughs> or like, you're like, I don't really need to edit that. I'm just going to leave that one in there. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Somebody opened the door to talk to me in the middle of my video. It's going to stay. <laughs> it's so true that like, I was such a perfectionist at first, but then I was like, it's real life. It's yeah. teaching. They can see, you know, that I accidentally skipped a line or, you know, whatever. So whenever I was doing my writing videos and so show kids that it's okay to make mistakes in this. Yeah. Don't try to make your video perfect. But well, and I think we also perfect. have a good balance of when we do have the time and we're not super stressed out, we really make a point to make those videos super fun funny or yes. engaging like place value princess with her tiara and her wand or like you and Kaylee with the science videos where you're practically, you know, Bill Nye, the science guy. I think that it balances when we have those videos that are kind of so-so. I did post something on my Instagram where I was like, this is my reality of doing a video where I was trying to teach force of motion. And I have this hot wheel in my hand and I'm literally like, oh, what am I supposed to do with this thing? Like on this computer. And it's so funny because I'm like, I talk to myself on the video too. I'm like, okay, Tori, you got this. Okay. What do you want to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you write off. down how much further you were into the video so you can edit that piece out. Like, yes. Or sometimes yeah. I'm like recording and I'll really like mess up and I know I can't salvage it. And so then a cuss word comes out and I'm like, <laughs> I need to edit at 15 minutes yeah. or five minutes. Like, oh my God, edit that out. Yes. You like write that down in big red bold letters. <laughs> You're like, yeah. okay. It's a good yeah, thing. So that we all watch each other's videos because one time it wasn't a cuss word. It was just like, oh man. And then I had to like, I think I was on video, like actively thinking through and talking myself through what I could do to fix it. And I forgot to edit it out. And one of our teachers on our team was like, Hey Lucy, I think you need to go edit that video. And I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I swear though. Sometimes I edit things like, like sometimes I'll keep my camera running as I'm like planning in my head and thinking. So there's just a really long silence Yeah. and it won't like clip or something. It won't save. Right. And they'll be like, why is it so quiet in the video? Like, oh my gosh, there's like five minutes of silence. That's more that. Good thing we all know how to adapt. And all teachers are now YouTube stars. Congratulations. I have a channel. I have subscribers. But because of some, a lot of our stuff is copywritten that we record, we have to have it unlisted. So I feel bad for the people who are subscribed to me because they don't get anything. Oh, no. <laughs> Like, sorry, it's not happening. Although I am really happy um, now that we are coming up, like it's January. So in a couple of months, we'll be right where we left off when school closed in March. So and we have a lot of that stuff recorded already. We do. So like we won't have to start Shark Week from scratch because we have 
a lot of that stuff just safe. And one of the teachers on our team, I was talking to her yesterday and she's getting like maternity plans ready. And she was like, I'm so glad we already have all of this stuff because I can just say to the sub, if you need a backup, here is this, here's all this stuff you can use. Yes. And um, just a quick shout out to any substitute or long-term oh sub. Oh my gosh. Thank you for stepping in and helping us because this is a hard year and I don't know how you guys are adapting and doing it, but bravo to you guys. Because Seriously. One, we appreciate you. We love you. And thank you for helping us. Well, subs make the world go around. Yes. And I have a lot of respect because I personally would probably never substitute. I don't think that I could do it, honestly. No. I mean, I could, but I would, I don't think I, I would. Yeah. And we, so here's a challenge for you guys this week. If you do see a sub at your school, just take that time to stop and say, thank you for helping out at our school or in our grade level. And we really appreciate you because we've, we've had, I've noticed like the same few subs mm -hmm. at our school and, and they're booked. Yeah. And we're just trying to, you know, acknowledge their hard work because they, they're going above and beyond. They're volunteering so much of their time yeah. and they're stepping out of their comfort zone to come and help us. So, well, and especially those long-term subs, especially in our district, if you're a long-term sub right now, you have to do remote and in-person. It's not a either or. Yeah. So that is, I don't know if there's enough pay for me for that. Yeah, <laughs> coffee order next time. That seems like Seriously. a good <laughs> Thank a sub. Thank a sub. That's or 10, if you can find them. But also um, since it's January, we have a lot of good stuff coming up too that we want to record and talk to you guys about. So we're really looking forward to that as well. I know in December, um, we didn't do as many episodes because it's such a short amount of time before break, but January, oh, yeah. and we were very stressed out for some reason because December holidays, December I know, <laughs> I know, seriously. And with all holidays slash kids are going out of town slash you're trying to wrap up the year and get ready for the new year. Yeah. Uh, we have some, put really away nice everything Christmas. I'm so happy to go back to nothing Christmassy. I know, but I did create snowflakes in my classroom. So I'm going to continue this winter wonderland all January. It's just going to have to happen. If you but, keep that up in May, I applaud you. <laughs> no, I can't. We have spoiler alert pizza week coming up in February. Oh, pizza so week is the best. I got okay. snowflakes in January and pizza in February. And fancy Nancy. Oh yeah, fancy. We have, okay, those are going to have to be episodes. Um, we know that next episode we want to talk about goal setting because that's something that I think most of us do in January. We really do it because we're a leader in me school. So we always hit goals really hard. So we're going to implement some of that stuff this week and report back next weekend to you guys on that. And then again, pizza week in February, fancy Nancy or fancy tea party is kind of how I spin mm -hmm. it because I like, you know, not all the kids like Fancy Nancy. Um, Shark Week. We need something in March. We really don't have to. What was it? I really think we should do a camping theme That's week. That's what I was thinking. I think, maybe I think it would be fun, especially for the kids who are remote. They can legit set up forts at home. That'd be cute. Yeah. Yes. Um, so those are some episodes that are upcoming. But we can't forget our last thing that we're thankful for. Mm -mm. And it's all the people who've made 2020 so remarkable. Um, so first and foremost, the like five to 10 people who listen to us who we're not related to or friends with. 
Uh, we're really appreciative of any of our listeners. Uh, we did do a coffee giveaway um, yesterday, I believe it was, or the day before. And there's still $10 on that gift card. So if you go to our Instagram at All Things Elementary Podcast and you see that code up there, that means there's still money on that Starbucks card. Um, so you should get yourself a coffee or like, something. All you have to do is go to Starbucks and show them that little Instagram and they'll just scan that barcode and you get coffee. Yeah. And I keep checking it so we can take it down when it's empty. But, um, yeah. So if you're hearing this and you're thirsty, go do that. If there's, if it's still on our Instagram. And um, we did have a listener get a coffee and then Oh, she tagged us picture on Instagram and tagged us. So if you do that, we'll repost it, but we just love feeling the love from you guys. And it's something that we wanted to give to you all for a happy new year slash appreciation for listening and for sure. supporting us. Super thankful for all the people who listen and support us, whether we're friends, family, or strangers. Uh, we're really thankful for each other, Tori. I'm so thankful for you. Love you. I love you, Jack. <laughs> and then our team is phenomenal. I think we've been blessed to have a phenomenal team for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Um, but 2020 made a unique opportunity for us to really um, support one another and just use each other's strengths to the best ability that we could. I don't know if that makes sense, but it does. Yeah, totally. And then obviously I think everybody's thankful for friends and family in 2020. I would like to say just kind of going back to technology. I have friends from middle school that like, these are the people that when I go to Seattle, I hang out with and we just pick up right where we left off and it's so easy. And we never call each other on the in-between unless there's like a huge thing, like an engagement or something. Um, we don't FaceTime, but 2020 had us zooming and like, we had like a weekly zoom and then we just zoomed for a birthday. And I'm just like in awe that, you know, what am I? 37 years old for, for 20 plus years. I've never done any of that stuff with those good friends of mine. And, and I think all of us are really happy that this happened just because we've like connected in a way that we just haven't felt the need to before, but it's kind of fun. Yeah, no, I've loved that. And connecting with you all and just talking to you guys, sharing our experiences has been absolutely wonderful. So don't forget to check out our Twitter at all things Ellen or sorry. Twitter is at elementary underscore all. And then that's not confusing. All things elementary podcast. It is confusing because if you've ever created a Twitter account, (laughs) oh my gosh, it is so complicated. So so that is why our Twitter is complicated because that's Twitter. Yeah. So give us a follow on Insta or Facebook at all things elementary podcast. The coffee is only posted on Instagram intentionally because we're trying to get a little bit more traffic there. And we do post photos from our episodes. So if you follow us on Instagram, you can get a visual for what we're talking about. So I highly recommend that. Oh, yeah. Well, um, happy new year. Hoping that your first week back is not crazy. Yeah, (laughs) you can do it. You guys can do it. We can all do it. Yes. So have a wonderful week and we love you guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.